So many people come to what I'm doing because they want to change their health a lot based on what Dr. Riz is telling them, right? Like, you know, you could be in better health by eating better. So they're coming that path. I don't see any reason to go, well, here's why I did. So I'm much more of an ethical person. I don't want to get into any of that. As long as they're coming and they want to be vegan, I want to open the door and show them what I'm doing so they can do it, right? But yes, I did do this because of ethical reasons. Are you ready to upgrade your health to a new level and do so by learning from experts in the field of lifestyle medicine and plant-based nutrition? Well, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Plant-Based DFW Podcast Weekly Show. We are your hosts, Dr. Rizwan Bukhari and Maya Acosta. Every week, we will feature guests who are either physicians, dietitians, health coaches, or chefs who will tell us about their journeys towards becoming plant-based and how they have helped others. And as you dive into the episodes, never forget, the more you implement these healthy lifestyle changes, the more you will upgrade your health. In today's episode, you will meet Joey Troxel of Plant-Based Dads, which is a YouTube channel and a Facebook group. Around 16 years ago, Joey decided to become a vegetarian after looking at a PETA pamphlet that was given to him by a physician. During this time, Joey tried all sorts of diet programs, with the last one being Weight Watchers. And after three years of being on Weight Watchers and being hungry all the time, he only had lost about 18 pounds. So he decided to take another approach. Eventually, he discovered the start solution by Dr. John McDougall. He decided to create his YouTube channel called Plant-Based Dads to hold himself accountable to this new way of living. His husband, Tim, has a segment on the channel called Baking with Tim. Today, they have close to 12,000 subscribers and they include do-it-yourself projects as well as a variety of recipe videos mainly focused on eating starchy foods. They also have a Facebook group by the same name where Joey holds start solution challenges from time to time. Make sure to check the show notes for all their links, including the Etsy store. Christmas is just around the corner and what man would not want a shirt with the name Plant-Based Dads. Hope that you enjoy this episode. All right, so welcome back to another another episode of the Plant-Based DFW podcast show. I'm Maya Acosta. And, and I'm Dr. Riz. And today we have a special guest with us. Um, his name is Joey Troxel. And he actually is a YouTuber. He has a Facebook support group by the name of Plant-Based Dads. And we're so excited to learn about his group and how he got started. So welcome, Joey. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. So I'm, I enjoy watching you. I first learned about you when YouTube recommended uh, that I watch your videos. And then after that, I was just like, oh my God, you live in Arizona and this is dads cooking together and they're promoting plant-based foods. Um, I learned about your Facebook group. I learned about um, that you promote the Start Solution. So I said, we we need to tell people about you and the work that you do. So um, let's get started. Let's talk about how, I know a little bit of your story. So let's talk about how you went from being vegetarian to vegan but really, what got you on the path in the first place of going vegetarian? Yeah, so it's kind of a crazy story. We, uh, when I first met uh, my husband, Tim, uh, 16 years ago, he works at a hospital and we went to a doctor's party. Even though he's not a doctor, he works with them. So we go to their parties and I was just speaking with the wives, right? And one of them was Judy, this girl, Judy. And then, you know, it was over and a, a week later, he comes home and says, hey, Judy sent this pamphlet home to you, right? Like, I'm a happy meat-eating person. I'm not 
thinking about becoming a vegetarian or taking up vegetarianism. And I'm like, and so he hands me this pamphlet and I go, who's Judy, right? And he's like, the girl from the party you spoke with. I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, I threw it on the counter. And then at some point I was going to the restroom and I took, the, I don't know why I don't do this, but I took the pamphlet with me and I'm sitting in the restroom reading a pamphlet. And it was a PETA pamphlet, right? Mm -hmm. It was about, you know, how pigs went insane before they're slaughtered and their hooves and get to, I mean, all that stuff, right? And I just was like, why am I reading this, right? And by the time I was done there, I was, I was a vegetarian. Like, I, I, I didn't have a plan. I didn't even like vegetables, right? Like, mm -hmm. vegetables, right? Broccoli, what? So, you know, I was a chicken person. So that moment right there, the only thing that I knew was I can't contribute to this ever again. Like, I looked it up immediately. You know how you like when you're in denial and, you know, you're ignorant? It's a wonderful life, right? And then all of a sudden you're hit with the information and now you have to decide what to do. So that was it. I was a vegetarian. And that continued on for 12 years where I, and I, I mean, I gained a bunch of weight, right? Like I thought, you know, I go to Thanksgiving, I'm just eating the mashed potatoes with the butter on it, right? I'm not even having the lean turkey. So it, it just became this thing for 12 years where I, I started to learn what, you know, what was in what, like I made jello for a, a party, like my second year as a vegetarian and a vegetarian friend came over and he's like, I can't eat that. And I'm like, why not? And he goes, because it's, I'm a vegetarian. I said, well, so am I. He goes, you don't know where, I'm like, jello sugar and water. He's like, no, right? Mm. And then I'm like, I have to start reading packages. I don't know what gelatin is. So this 12 year journey at, at, at some point, I, you know, was what, you know, you're learning more from the internet. And I, I thought that, you know, I was being kind to cows, drinking milk, that doesn't hurt them, right? I mean, they, mm. they give the milk freely. It never occurred to me that, you know, the calves are going to become veal because they can't have that milk. We need it, right? So it took a long time, even as a vegetarian, to get to that point where I'm not really helping anyone, right? Like, the reason I did this, which wasn't for my health, is because if I was the information, I'm still not there. So I decided to make, uh, make, my, to, to make the conversion to vegan, right? You know, I expected it to be really hard with people with the dairy and the cheese going, I can't give any of that up, and it actually wasn't. Um, but I knew that I needed to stay accountable. So, um, you know, that's kind of where the YouTube channel comes from. But it took me 12 years to convert to vegan. And I, again, I didn't even plan on becoming a vegan, but, you know, again, once you have the information, it's hard to go back. What did you say to Judy at the party that made her think that you'd be receptive? So when I came out of the bathroom and said, hey, I'm a vegetarian now, and I, it, Tim's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I, that, that, this is what that uh, paperweight, that PETA pamphlet, Judy sent me a PETA plant. And the first thing he said was, what did you say to her? <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. And that's the odd part, because we're still friends today, right? Like, I don't know why she thought that, like, that we didn't even talk about being you know, vegetarians or whatever. I mean, we were talking about, you know, the husbands and all that stuff. So I don't know, but somehow she saw something, like, mm -hmm. right? She did. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I ate, like I didn't eat vegetables, but maybe I ate something that was not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if it was, if it was a valid reason for her to do that. Like, was she just reading me wrong, right? But whatever happened, Judy figured it out and, yeah. you know, it happened. Interesting. Maybe she just sensed something about you in the conversation. You know, so you said you weren't even on that path. It wasn't even in your mind. And I always, I'm always curious, what is it that allows someone to flip that switch inside their brain? And you just read a pamphlet and suddenly in that moment, everything changed. 
I find that curious. I say people are change when they're ready to change, uh, you know. And so, uh, was there anything in your uh, in your mind, in your psyche, that existed that made you open to it, or was it just suddenly a switch changed? If someone had told me they were going to ask me that, I would have been like, "You're out of your mind." I had I never thought about it. It was just the knowledge that I my mind had been opened up to, and at first I didn't even think it was true, so I had to look it up. But that knowledge made me realize that I was contributing to something. And I'm not a, a spiteful person. I love animals, right? Like everyone else who loves animals, right? But they're meat eaters. So it just, it immediately was a contradiction and a hypo- uh, you know, hypocrisy, right? Like, uh, what was I doing? So, and I know for a lot more people, it takes a lot more encouraging than that to make the switch, but that's all it took. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know how that came to be, but it was enough for me to understand that I was contributing to something that was horrible and I didn't want to be part of it anymore. It's interesting that you are sharing this with us because I didn't know that you were an ethical vegan. Yes. And and you don't really talk about that in your videos. There's no judgment or anything like that. But what I'm saying is I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Or or maybe your focus today is about, you know, the plant-based nutrition. So that's what you spend your time on. So you know how within the vegan community, sometimes people are so about, I'm more vegan than this person is and all that, you know, as you know, right? The animals don't care why we're not eating them. So whether I'm ethical or not, so many people come to what I'm doing because they want to change their health a lot based on what Dr. Riz is telling them, right? Like, you know, you could be in better health by eating better. So they're coming that path. I don't see any reason to go, well, here's why I did. So I'm much more of an ethical person. I I don't want to get into any of that. As long as they're coming and they want to be vegan, I want to open the door and show them what I'm doing so they can do it, right? But yes, I did do this because of ethical reasons. So talk to us about the starch solution. How did that become meaningful for you? You know, during this time, right, changing over to veganism, um, I was watching a lot of uh, videos and I was on board with the high carb, low fat. I wasn't doing it, but I didn't know, you know, the starch solution was a version of that. So I was just starting to understand that maybe the, the keto type of eating wasn't really healthy, right? And that maybe, you know, I was meant to eat whole foods, right? That knowledge was kind of coming to me. Um, and so, you know, high carb, low fat was kind of a, a thing I was looking at. And then, of course, I watched a video from uh, Dr. Doug Lyle, uh, you know, how to lose weight without losing your mind. Because at this point, 12 years into this, I was 50 pounds heavier, right? So as much as I don't want to harp on weight, I, it was in a position where I needed to lose weight. So the Sauce Solution came about. Uh, and I was kind of like, you know, Dr. McDougall is very, you know, entrancing. You start reading, and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I told that. That makes sense, right? So starch isn't the bad guy. And now, of course, I love potatoes and all that. So I was able to eat starches without feeling guilt. So it kind of was definitely a natural way of eating. You know, you just touched on exactly how I felt. And I'm holding up my start solution copy, because I don't know if it was 2013 or somewhere around that time we live, we used to live across from a Whole Foods, that Whole Foods changed our lives, because this is that's how I found out about this book. That's how you found out about Rip Esselstyn. So Whole Foods really changed our lives. But it was the first time that I felt that someone gave me permission to eat pasta and potatoes and rice and all the other things that even you emphasize are okay to eat. 
Yeah, so we've been told for so long that that's not okay. So the idea, even talking ourselves into it, you know, was really guilty. I was like, am I okay? Maybe I shouldn't have so much of this, right? So uh, I, it's just completely, you know, every time I start one of my videos, I go, I'm doing the starch solution, you know, which is high carb, low fat, I know. It's hard to understand, but it works, right? And I have to almost feel like I have to sell people on it every time they watch a video because they're not going to believe it. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have that conversation every day. Even people who understand that healthy carbs are OK, then they'll go. But I got to stay away from starches. And I, well, well, those are healthy carbs, you know, and, and there's a lot of misconceptions about carbs and the evil carbs and the demonized carbs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. and they, they equate Coca-Cola to to uh, to a potato. And that's just fascinating to me because one's a completely manufactured artificial device thing. And the other one's a completely natural, something grown out of the ground that you pick and eat, you know, naturally, uh, without any processing. Uh, but somehow they, 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 they think they're the same in their brain. It's a daily conversation. So then how do you go from now you're vegan and you discover the start solution and you start eating this way? And then how did you birth plant-based dads? How did that come about? So my, the reason I started that channel was when I became, made a switch to veganism. I just, I thought it was going to be really tough, right? Um, so I thought I would show people what I'm eating and kind of, I mean, I didn't expect anyone to watch me, right? Like I, if I got 10 views, I'd be really excited. Like 10 people saw what I was doing. I, that's amazing, right? So I, I just wanted to be able to put something up there and hold myself accountable each week and, and make sure I had to, you know, show everyone each week that here's what I'm eating this week. Even if I thought, well, you know, I could fall, but at least I'll have to get back on track because I've got a commitment to everyone, right? And, you know, in the end, it was really no problem at all. But the videos kind of kept on happening because I was now, instead of just having these videos to keep me accountable, I was actually cooking on camera going, oh, you know, I kind of like doing this, right? Like, I kind of like showing people what I'm eating. And, you know, you think, who would ever want to see what I'm eating? But the one thing people ask me for today is, oh, are you doing a what I eat in a day video? I'm like, I did three of them, you know. (laughs) So... People are definitely interested in what you're eating and how it compares to what they're eating and they want ideas, but this channel was just to keep me accountable, right? And that was the only purpose at the time. Were you a cook before all this? You know, I wouldn't say that I was a cook. I would say that I like to cook, right? Um, but it always seemed like a lot of work. And I think even now this happens, you just kind of, you, we tend to make cooking so much more involved than it really needs to be. So once I got away from that, it was really easy. And I, for some reason, I just think, you know, vegan or, or you know, plant-based cooking, to me, it's just simple. I don't have to worry about if the meat is medium or medium well. And all. Who has time for all that, right? And feel it like, that's just crazy. And if it's wrong, you can't eat the meal. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're not a good cook or you don't like the cook, plant-based cooking is a place to start. And you can really quickly, an instant pot of air fryer, you're ready, you're good to go, right? <laughs> and so, and every blue moon, your husband, Tim, joins you uh, with a recipe or so. Uh, tell us what it's like when you're working together, making a video. Those are my favorite videos, and those get the most reaction because, you know, it's, and again, we don't talk about, I don't talk about me being married to Tim on the video. I just, I don't want it to be a political statement, but the fact is it comes across blatantly, Right. And as you know, working with your spouse, they'll do something and you're filming and you're like, why would, and it all comes across as if like we're having a Costello, right? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm making fun of him or he's like laughing and none of this is what I wanted, but it winds up being 
good entertainment, right? Those videos always do well. And we're so opposite, like most couples. I have everything written down. I know where I'm gonna be, you know, at what time. Like I sat here 30 minutes ahead of time and waited for <laughs> 11.58 to start. Tim will just show up when he gets there 10 minutes late and miss nothing, right? And then the party starts, right? So, like, if you invite me to your house to your party and it's 8 o'clock, I'm going to get there at 7.45 and no one's there yet and you don't even have the food out. I'm going to be there, right? And you're going to be like, this is really uncomfortable, right? That's me. So that's how, working with your spouse, it's either really good for, for YouTube or television or it's really bad. And it just works out to be really good. So, yes. You know, I'm curious. Uh, so w- tell me about... Uh... I think uh, the audience needs to know about you went you went plant based you went starch solution and the weight started falling off you. Tell us about that. Uh, yes, so I don't. I wouldn't say it started falling off me. Oh. What happened was for years as a vegetarian, I was on Weight Watchers for three years, and I lost thirteen pounds on Weight Watchers, maybe with like eighteen. And at the end of the three years, I was right back where I started. So, but I loved going to the meetings. I loved listening to these people. We would walk out, like someone would go, oh, I fell and, you know, I had a bunch of chips and I gained a pound this week. And we'd be like, you got this, you can, you can do this, turn it around, it doesn't define you. And here I am saying all this stuff, right? And, but I loved it, right? And they'd be like, oh, you're right, I got this. You know, and they'd come back the next week and you were so right. So I loved all of that. Um, but I hated the idea that their diet was based around eggs, like for a vegetarian, eggs and all. And I, like I found myself like needing to eat eggs a lot as a vegetarian. I didn't even like eggs because of the baby chicks, right? So I just, I, I knew that it wasn't, the, the, the way I was eating wasn't working with Weight Watchers and it wasn't working because I was starving myself. Um, so, you know, I wound up quitting after three years and starting to look for something else, which is where I came across the, you know, the, the starch solution and all that. But I wanted to take with me what worked right? The camaraderie, the support, all that stuff. So I would never say anything bad about, and like Nutrisystem, no, I've done them all. They all have great things about them. Um, but I feel like uh, you could do this yourself with the proper, with an, you know, as an educated eater, right? Which is what a lot of us are doing. And without having to pay a dime, if you just, you know, kind of know that you're not the only one doing it. These are, I mean, these things that we do, your YouTube videos, our podcast, these are that same support system uh, and uh, that uh, that support plant-based eating. You know, it makes a lot of sense now why you have a Facebook support group because you have, an ex- you have experience with receiving support yourself and knowing what it's like to be part of a group that is looking for encouragement. Um, and sh- you also share recipes and things like that. When did that come about, your, your support group? During vacation of this year, right, uh, we were going to North Carolina to see our family. We were going to rent a cabin, and then we were going to go to Florida to see uh, Tim's family. So we went to North Carolina, and I rented a cabin, and my sister joined us. And I cooked all of our – we were in a cabin. We stopped at Costco. I cooked all the meals. I grabbed a bunch of potatoes and all that. And I was right on point on my vacation, right? Like I had been losing weight in the start solution. I, I doubt I gained any weight. Then we went to Tim's family, who were a bunch of – uh, wonderful people, but they're all scared of cars, right? So uh, we go to the, and we stay, stay at their houses. And, you know, it's hard for me to cook, but everyone's like, let's go out and get burritos, right? Every mm-hmm. night. So I wound up coming home from that trip, that part of it, and step on the scale and I gained 10 pounds. Like here I am, I've lost a bunch of weight. I'm Joe Troxel from Plant Based Dad who lost 20 something pounds, inspiring everyone. 
And like, I, I gained 10.4, I did a whole video of this. I gained 10.4 pounds back. I was like lost. I was depressed. I was like, what happened? Like, well, I know what happened, right? We went out for every meal, you know, I, and I still, I'm was still a vegan. Like I never ate an animal product, right? But everything had oil in it, every, you know. So I, I knew that I couldn't do this alone. So I, I thought I'm gonna start a Facebook group, right? I'm gonna just, you know, announce in my next video, maybe a few people will join and maybe there's someone, a few people that we can kind of just push each other. I, I started thinking about what, what did I, what could I have done? Like if I was on Weight Watch, so I would have went to a meeting to get back on track. Why would I have done that? Because people are there, right? So I started a Facebook group and, you know, put out the next video saying, Hey, we've got a Facebook group. If you are on the Starch Solution and you think you might need some assistance, join, which was in July. And now we have 3000 people in this wow. group, right? And it's just all people who want to support each other and, and are learning about the Starch Solution and, you know, or maybe some of them have wonderful stories, right? It's just amazing. And this month you're doing a challenge, a Start Solution Challenge. What is that about? We've been doing this, uh, when we first started the group in July, someone's like, let's do a 21 day challenge. I never done a challenge. 21 days, that's a huge commitment, right? Like, okay. So we did a 50-50 plate challenge. You know, one of the things is that every day people are looking about, like people are finding out about Star Solution today and tomorrow and the next day, right? So they're coming to me and I found myself having to explain to every person going, and I'm one of those people, if you leave a comment, I'm commenting back. If you tag me on Facebook, I'm commenting back, right? So I found out, I was explaining to every single person, here's how it works, right? If you're trying to lose weight, which they are, right? I'm explaining the 50-50 plate and all that, and I thought, okay, the challenge, we'll start a challenge, and we'll explain the challenge, and this will get people to do some things I absolutely want them to do, which is, on Sundays, prepare their meals for the week, prepare some food so they can throw meals together for the week, right? That's why I started the Facebook group. And one of the, the things about the group is I'm like, I don't know how this happened, but I'm kind of like their, their guide, right? And, you know, they're looking to me for everything. They tag me in every post going, hey, Joey, talk to look what I'm eating, right? So now I've got, no, I've got like 150 notifications every 20 minutes. So I'm jumping in there going, and I love them all, right? Like, I love responding. So I'm there going, oh, this is great. Oh, next time I would have, you know, that's two starches. Maybe cut that in half and have a – so I'm doing all that. I'm teaching them to meal prep on Sunday nights. On Sunday nights, people are posting photos in the group of all, everything they meal prep for the week. Hey, I've made a bunch of potatoes for the week. I've made chickpea salad for the week. I've made, you know, I've got a bunch of broccoli all steamed for the week. Here's what I'm going to – like, they're planning, right? Like, how can you fail with that? So – the, the challenges cause people to kind of prepare and have 21 days of success. And we've been doing them every month. We're, we got one week left uh, as of right now for the one we're in. I don't know if we'll do one for November, December, but I wasn't interested in challenges. The, they love them, right? And I tried to cut it down to 14 for this one. And the people are like, no, no, 21. You, you know, it's 21 days to gain, to, to make a habit, to make something a habit, right? So that's how we got to them. And I have to tell you, like people have, even I, have learned so much on how to prepare to be successful in challenges. So, Yeah, I mean, I think something that we've learned and we teach is that preparation is key. You have to get information. You have to prepare yourself for success. You can't just uh, uh, snap your fingers and hope that tomorrow everything's going to be perfect. So, you know, congratulations for it. I, you know, it sounds like you put a lot of work into this and on a regular basis and, uh, you know, so... I applaud you for what you're doing for yourself and for your community. That's wonderful. 
And I even thought about how we had scheduled for today. And I was like, Oh, but this is their planning day. This is your prepping day. So is that going to cut into your prep time? I mean, I am a stay at home dad, you know what I mean? Like I can make food any day of the week, right? I know that whole prep thing. I do it a lot because my son's home at, doing school at home, right? So he needs lunch at 1130 every day and that sort of thing. And then he's a swimmer for two hours a day on the swim club. So he needs something to eat before that. So I have, I do prep food. But if I don't, if I don't do it till Monday, I'm home anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right? So, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask, you're a stay at home dad. And you mentioned your son. So now what is it like raising a kid, uh, first vegetarian, and now plant based? How does how does he respond to that? And what do you do to help him, you know, with his diet and stuff like that? So it's interesting. My son is not a vegan or even a vegetarian, but at home, I'm the cook, right? And he's just grown up with some things that I don't even think he realized. Like I make cashew cheese, right? Which I absolutely love, but I really can't eat on the starch solution, right? So I have two separate cheeses all the time, a potato cheese, but it is much better, right? The cashew (laughs) cheese. He has that, we'll be walking around the mall and he'll be like, you know, well, not lately, but he'll be like, can I get pretzels from that place? And I'll say, go ahead and you'll get the pretzels and he'll open the whatever that is. I don't even think that's cheese that comes with it, right? Well, that ain't real. It ain't real. <laughs> but he'll dip that and he'll be like, this is not our cheese. I'm like, well, no, I don't even think that's on either of us, but that's not real cheese. So he's so used to that. He, he loves tofu scrambles. Um, we, one of the things we did in Florida, we went on that vacation, we went to Benihana because he had just graduated uh, middle school and so did one of the other kids. And we all went to Benihana. And they're all like, let's go out someplace. And they're all talking seafood. I'm like, Please, not, like, what am I going to get at a seafood place, right? So when they said Benihana, I'm like, great, they've got tofu, right? So we go to Benihana, and everyone's sitting around the grill, and, you know, I order tofu. So they're, they're doing the little tricks with the stuff, and then they grab tofu and go to put it on my plate, and my son goes, ooh, tofu, right? Mm-hmm. And around, like, I've never seen someone excited to, you know, to, about tofu, right? Which is, you know, true. And then the chef is like, can I give him some of your tofu? I'm like, yeah, give him whatever, you, whatever he wants. But I was just kind of proud just for a moment, that my son, who is a meat eater, right, sees the tofu and can be just as happy with that. So he's grown up with a lot of the foods that I have, that I cook. Um, but outside the house, you know, he'll, he's like, he's at his friend's house now. If they want pizza or something, he'll eat it. Um, but he's, I want him to make, I think that he will at a minimum become a vegetarian, right? Uh, as he, when he gets older, and I would love for him to do that at a minimum. Uh, but he definitely has a lot of information at this point. A lot of his friends do not. Yeah, I can relate. I have two uh, young ladies and both in college. And so my transition was in their late teens. Uh, so they were firmly rooted in kind of the really, very standard American uh, diet when I transitioned. And so they, they weren't really on board with it. Uh, but over the last few years, uh, as they've spent time with me, live with me, they say they actually very much acknowledge, oh, dad, when we're with you, we eat very healthy. Uh, and then when we're not, we don't eat as healthy. Um, and then, and then both of them, uh, are very excited when they come home to visit now, uh, to show us, uh, their vegan meals and, and the stuff that they know how to prepare. So I think that, you know, we can, you know, just like we do with uh, our community, with our family, we plant the seeds and give them the information and, and then hopefully they'll take the ball and run. One way that I bonded because they're not my girls. Um, one way that I bonded initially was w- cooking with them. I wasn't vegan at the time, but you know, what is your favorite meal? By the way, they love Benihanas. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they go for their birthday every year. So me, someone probably like yourself who loves to be in the kitchen, um, I learned some of their favorite dishes from other restaurants that they go to, and I learned how to make them at home. 
And that's how I started bonding with them. And then one day I go vegan. And then I give them all everybody about a year before I say no more animal products in the house. And I and that was a little bit heartbreaking. I think it was hard on the whole family. But now, uh, like Riz said, now we're beginning to, uh, it's just now accept it, we don't push it. And this summer, while one of his girls was with us, because of the pandemic, I bought her a little instant pot, a mini instant pot, and I taught her a few things that she can do in her dorm. And never once did I emphasize that it was vegan, plant-based. But your son has made some appearances on your channel, and he really seems to enjoy everything that you do for him. Yeah, I mean, imagine he's a different life than I had growing up, right? I mean, he's got two dads, right? We had him, I, he was 42 when uh, the opportunity presented itself. That, again, not something we were looking for. Um, and, uh, and he's from my bloodline, actually, right? He was born as my nephew. Um, so that changed our lives. So he's pretty much gotten everything he's ever needed, right? Um, and he's just a happy child. So when he's on the videos, which I love having him on the videos, we, the two of us just giggle and laugh and, you know, it's, almost, it's hard to concentrate. But, you know, as he got old, like he's 14 now, he's not interested in doing anything with me, right? Mm -hmm. He's friends and all that. So... I, you know, and I almost have to beg, and even then, uh, you know how it is with kids. So, but I would, again, when I do videos with him or with Tim, those are the best videos. Those are the ones people love. Those are the ones people make most comments. And those are the ones that come across as, wow, these guys are a lot of fun and they have, a, a, you know, a lot of fun together. I would like him to be on more videos, um, but I think we have to get past the I'm not cool and he's the teenager. Thanks. He'll get past that in about uh, four or five years. <laughs> I bet he's so proud of you, though, and will continue to be proud of, uh, because of all the work that you're doing for the community. Now, you're standing in this gorgeous kitchen that you renovated. Please tell us about that. When we first started the channel, right, we had a house of like seven years. We had a mid-century modern. It was a project that we were just working on over seven years, and it took a long time. And I, but I loved that kitchen, but it was a really small house. And uh, I had a beautiful booth in it that, again, that I had built. And uh, I'm very handy. So, you know, the market was really high. We sold that. We moved into a condo for a while. And then last, last October, this weekend coming up will be our year that we moved in, we found this house. And uh, we were looking at brand new houses. You know, there are smaller homes with smaller yards, like, you know, not anything expensive, right? Um, I mean, I am a stay-at-home dad. You know what I mean? Let's be realistic. So, but we're looking at newer kind of, detached condo houses and Tim was talking about oh we can buy this place and rip out this kitchen and put our own kitchen in and I was like wait, wait are we talking about buying a brand new house and ripping the kitchen out he's like well yeah the builder kitchen will cost you know we'd have to pay so much and I'm like oh no no we're gonna buy something that that's pretty much done but needs a new kitchen right because that's crazy right and it's like a lot less so that's what we did I found this place it's in a gated community it's only like 30 homes it's very like I don't know it, it's really nice and we decided that we were going to rip out this kitchen and we were going to put in a new kitchen. And this is our fourth kitchen build, right? So we, and I decided that, you know, we had the YouTube channel and I decided that I was going to make a DIY video on this, mm -hmm. right? And I was going to uh, build this kitchen on the camera. So I did. And I set the camera and I did this whole thing and it took six weeks from start to finish. And other than the countertops, I did the whole thing, right? And the odd part that you don't know about this whole beautiful kitchen I built behind me, that's the video that got my channel monetized. That video changed everything. 
Wow. I noticed it has thousands of views. And I even wonder, did you expect to have that sort of reaction? Because you've been investing all this time making videos and then you renovate the kitchen and then boom. Yeah, it's so strange because it's got like almost 200,000 views, right? So I watched my YouTube hours immediately start climbing. Every day, like I'm not pushing this video. It's not new. It's over. It's, it came out in, I don't know, April or whatever. Every day people comment on this video. Like where are they? It's still being suggested. Um, and here I am like making, you know, like cash and cheese trying to get, you know, trying to get famous. And it's, the, it's DIY. Who knew, right? So uh, I had no idea that was going to happen. And it immediately took me into a place where YouTube was now suggesting my videos, not just my DIY videos, but all my videos. Um, I think it's kind of one of the reasons that plant-based dads just kind of started taking off, right? And people are like, wow, you, you know, you've been successful. It's an overnight hit. And I'm like, no, I, my channel's like two years old. Like, it's not overnight. But that kitchen changed everything. So then, you know, I'm kind of like, well, we were building a pergola. So let's, I, I now kind of do all of this stuff because I'm a DIY person. So I somehow successfully integrated this DIY stuff. And I'll get people going, hey, I came over for your kitchen video. I'm a vegan too, right? And I was like, great. So it's quite a mix. But no, I, I had no idea that was going to happen. Isn't that wonderful? Because sometimes people create two separate channels for that sort of content. But I, I'll tell you, I'm really interested with do-it-yourself projects as well, because uh, Riz will tell you, I love to spend time at home and whatever I can do hands-on is like so gratifying. So I just recently watched your um, reveal of your patio furniture, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, I, I was... Uh... Uh, working uh, the other evening and just peripherally listening, and I, th I heard you talking about patio furniture. I said, wait a minute, this is not about food. You know, what's going on here? So I do wonder how many people you brought over, crossed over because of your IKEA videos and uh, renovating the kitchen and, so and things like that. How many people you have now introduced to this way of eating? Yeah, I wonder about that too. When before the IKEA video hit, I had I had a, gone well over my thousand subscribers that we. YouTube requires to become, you know, suggestible and all that. But I just didn't have enough watch hours, right? Uh, and then this hit, and I hit all that. Um, I, you know, we're at almost 11,000 subscribers now. And this, this past May, we were at 1,800. Um, so it's quite a bit. And, but, but you would be amazed how many people, like, come for this, this IKEA kitchen behind me and then stay for the food, right? Even if they're not you know, vegan or vegetarian. Um, and I, it makes me realize that there's a lot of interest in what we're cooking, even if people aren't ever going to do this lifestyle. And that's fine with me. They could, you know, I'm okay if they look and see something I'm making and for that one meal, go home and make it and not have a meat meal and decide they're going to do that, you know, once a week. That's fine with me, right? Like I'm not requiring them to change right now to a plant-based lifestyle. They can take their time and do pieces so they don't get overwhelmed. So I feel like it's a win-win either way for us, right? Absolutely. That's progress. So as a result of the struggles you had earlier this year with your travels, you then made another video where you actually show people how to travel and continue to stay on this healthy way of eating. So I made a video about what happened. And the odd part about it is I knew ahead of time that, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Here's what I'm going to do. And, you know, we stayed at like the Hyatt or the Marriott or whatever. And I was like, great, they have... Uh, a beautiful breakfast layout, 
I'll have, I'm going to get the fruit, I'm going to make my oatmeal, right? I'll have the chef make me some uh, paella without any meat in it. Well, of course, COVID, there are no restaurants open in the hotel, and they're giving, a, like I say this in the video, they're handing out these bad breakfasts. And I'm like, uh, what's that? Like, there's nothing in there for me. I already know it, right? So that plan just fell apart, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, now what do I do, right? So, but even though we were at the cabin, I was fine there. I stopped the Whole Foods and, and still cooked. But it wasn't until we got to Florida where it fell apart. But I, I, I explained to people, here's what you can do on vacation, right? And I show like I'm on the plane and I've got a bunch of tofu wraps and I've got a bunch of like, you know, different foods I made and took with me to prepare. And I, you know, made it through the plane and, and driving without stopping to get anything, right? It was just that COVID thing that messed me up at the hotels. I was so upset about that. And I wasn't mad that they weren't giving up, that the restaurants were, I mean, I totally understand, right? Like I'm, you know, got my mask on and all that. But I was so mad that I didn't think about that and put myself in that situation. Here I am, you know, people looking up to me, I was supposed to be guiding people and I guided us right into, you know, let's go stop and get something to eat now, so yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I think the TSA, know, TSA knows when the plant-based people are coming because they got a bag full of food and they got to go through it all. You know, it's... When I went vegan, we were traveling a lot. But now, and I agree, I love these kind of things, the tips that you share, because now when we travel, and Maui happens to be one of our favorite destinations, we travel with a huge bag of food. And we're talking about, you know, such a change, not only the time that you're at the airport waiting for your flight, but it's a five hour flight for us, I think, or eight, eight hours, eight hours, depending on if we have a layover, plus arriving at the airport, and then the time to get to the hotel can be horrible. You can go eight, nine hours without eating the healthy food. But, you know, we've gotten to the point where Riz just grabs, you know, from the overhead compartment. He'll take out some containers, what would you like? And we have such a selection of food. Fruits and wraps and, you know, uh, burritos. And so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's awesome. It, it takes some preparation, as, as, you all, as we all know. So we have a couple of other kind of fun and short questions for you. Um, okay, so things like, um, do you have a favorite cookbook? My favorite cookbook is America's Test Kitchen, Vegan for Everybody. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. No. I, before I was a vegetarian, well, before I was a vegan, but while I was a vegetarian, I used to watch America's Test Kitchen, and they test everything like 50 times before they show you what they're making. So they put out a vegan cookbook, Vegan for Everyone, Vegan for Everybody, um, I absolutely love it. The chickpea salad I make in my video is from that book. And I, you know, I show people the book and put a link to it. Um, and there's other things. It's not a starch solution book, right? They use oil, um, but it is all vegan. So that's, I mean, I just, I love everything in there. Yeah. I mean, we can modify those recipes too and take the oil out. So, you know, I think those are great. They're great anyways, because we can just modify it as needed for our own needs. I will check that book out. And also, do you have a tester in the family? So the interesting thing about the food is, right, um, we, you know, we make our recipes and we'll try them and then we're like, mm. so Tim will be like, you know, at the hospital, there's always people ready to eat, right? So he'll be like, well, I'm taking this to work. I'm like, I'll give these to these people right here, right? <laughs> the keto people, make sure they know that, you know, it's, it's plant-based, but um, he'll take them to work and that stuff will be gone and we'll get honest opinions. And it isn't just like food. He makes soaps and, and uh, pickling and all sorts of stuff. And he'll bring all that and people using our soaps and this crazy stuff. But we, I almost feel like our, our test subjects are outside the family. It's the group where, you know, where Tim works. Now, with all this experience, so you make some of the recipes from your favorite book and the Start Solution. Do you develop your own recipes as well? 
So sometimes, uh, usually we start off with something on the internet and then we're like, mm, this is bland, like what can we do? But Tim's mom is a wonderful cook um, and she had a kind of a down-home cookbook that she put out. I watched her cook many times. Tim will call her and say, hey, I used to have this when I, we were younger. What was that? He'll tell me. And I'm like, yeah, like your mom's mashed potatoes are the best because there's a stick of butter on the inside and there's a stick of butter on top, right? But her mashed potatoes are really good. So <laughs> we'd be like, okay, how can we change that and get what she gave us without, you know, so we sometimes do that. We'll ask her. Um, but a lot of times it just comes from, um, you know, us eating something or seeing something somewhere and wanting to change it and how we can make it work for us. Do you have a, a favorite vegan dish? Yeah, so I think uh, my favorite thing to eat is probably, and it's out of that America's Test Kitchen book, is the, the chickpea salad. I used to love, growing up, I loved tuna salad on a bagel. Like, I just loved that. The, there was always so much of it and the bagel, it all went together with the sesame seeds. And, uh, you know, I stopped eating that when I became a vegetarian. And I feel like when I make uh, the chickpea salad, I don't use any oil. It's all starch. I use a starch solution mayo. Um, I feel like that gives me that same kind of memory from the past when I'm eating that. And it's hearty and wholesome. And you know, Tim's a really good baker. He makes his own sourdough bread every week. Um, so I have it usually open face. That I probably have that three to four times a week, even now. It's quick. It's filling. It's tasty. And, I mean, there's, very, there's nothing to cook. I instant pot the the chickpeas, right? And chickpeas are cheap, right? And then the rest of it's just throw together. So that's my favorite. So also, you just mentioned Tim, but he has his own segment on the YouTube channel where he bakes. Tell us about that. So that segment is called Baking with Tim. I, we may change the name because he's doing a lot of other stuff too, right? Um, he's a really good baker. Like before we were vegan, before I was a vegan, I would be working on, on a real estate contract because I'm a real estate agent too. And uh, you know, he would show up, he's like, uh, you want a little snack? I'd be like, okay, and he would show up with some little chocolate thing with oozing, with like inside was a, like a, a filling or something with, I'm like, you just threw this together in like 35 minutes, like what? Um, he was always an amazing baker. So now he's trying to change that to do more, you know, fat-free or low-fat baking or starch. And his bread is a good example because he makes that, here's where it came from. During the pandemic, right, which we're still in, there was no yeast, right? People like were not able to get yeast. And I, don't, I know it's a surprise, but there was no yeast. So he was like, well, I'm going to make a sourdough starter. I don't know anything about bread or sourdough. So I'm like, okay, go right ahead. So he made a starter and then he used that starter to make the bread. And then he'd make the bread and then some pizza crusts and, you know, we have a pizza video and they were just delicious. Like, and he's like, there's only three ingredients in this, like stone ground wheat, like some salt, and the starter, which is made from the stone ground wheat and some salt, like there's nothing else in here. And I'm like, this is such a solution valuable, like bread, right? So take that keto people, right? So, <laughs> so that whole thing, I'm like, Tim, we need to do like a segment, baking with Tim, right? Um, he, at any time, I can open up a cabinet to get something and there's jars of stuff being pickled, right? There's kombucha being made. Right. I mean, just he's into so many things and there's soap. I, there's so much soap, right, that he's being made. Um, so there's going to be a lot more coming with stuff that he does. I just felt like, you know, we probably should incorporate some of his hobbies because they're all vegan and plant based. Right. Like the soaps he's making, there's no palm oil or any of that stuff. It's all just stuff from the house. Um, and I almost feel like on this lifestyle, we kind of need to start working toward not only, you know, 
like if we bought a, a movie couch recently for our small movie room and Tim's like, well, let's get this. I'm like, no, that's leather. We're not getting it, right? And that's how a vegan thinks, right? So we wound up getting something that wasn't leather. Um, but at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm like, well, what laundry detergent are we using? Well, that's, we can't, we should, we need to make our own. Like what dishwashing it? So it only feels like it's a natural progression to not only change your entrees, but the stuff that, you know, supports you, right? Exactly. Um, just overall, you're taking care of your environment. So we didn't even talk about health, but it seems like you really have set yourself up and your family for a, a healthy future. It's funny that you should say that. So I am about to have my birthday next week. I'll be 56. And uh, which every time people, I say that in my videos, and people are like, oh my gosh. And you know, I never smoked, I never drank. So that contributes it too. But every time I go to the doctor, when I was a vegetarian, we would go to, you know, we went to the Mayo Clinic here uh, just to get like our checkups. And I, you know, at the time I was 50 pounds overweight and so was Tim, but I was a vegetarian. And they, you know, I went in there and we did my blood work and all that. And the guy, the doctor was like, well, for 45 or whatever you were at the time, you're doing great, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, but I'm 50 pounds overweight. Like, what are you talking about, right? And then Tim came out and he's like, I'm borderline diabetic. I've got, I'm getting, I'm like, what? And we lived the same life, but I was vegetarian and he was a meter. This was many years ago, right? And it just reminded me that, you know, there's a huge difference in our health, even though we both, you know, are living in the same house. And like my, my people in my family, people that I know at, that are my age, they're all on all these medications and stuff. Like uh, obviously Dr. Riz knows about that. He talks about this all the time. That's what he's you know, trying to prevent and trying to help people with. But, you know, I am, I am in amazing health, right? Even with this extra 26 pounds that I'm carrying, I go to a plant-based doctor, um, and we've talked about this before. I, you know, all my numbers are right in line. So I have set myself up for this, and in many ways, Tim's coming along also. Um, when We're going to run out of time if we don't do it now, right? Like, how much time do I have left to start getting into a healthy, you know, I want to enjoy what's left of my life. Uh, I, I, I don't want to be suffering. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a lot to say about that, but that, this episode is not about me, so I'll, I'll hold off on that. Now, has Tim's diabetes improved a little bit? So he was pre-diabetic. He did, it didn't actually, he, he changed his diet. Okay. I can't say that he's a vegan. Um, I'm the vegan. The whole channel is about my journey, uh, but most of everything he eats is vegan. And the issue is with him, he grew up in Minnesota with a mom, one of 12 kids who grew up on a farm and they pickled everything and you did not waste food. Like you just don't. So him and I at home, everyone's vegan. We'll go out to dinner, Lex will be with us. Tim will order, you know, something vegan, just like me. And we, you know, we like to share, but Lex will order something that's not vegan, like shrimp or something, right? And then Lex will eat all but three of them. And then he's done, right? And then Tim's, I'm like, Tim, you don't need to eat those three shrimp. You know what I mean? Like just leave them, throw them out. He's like, no, I can't let that go to waste. And he'll eat them. And I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. So, but he can't break that whole, I can't let this go to waste, right? I mean, it's just a strong thing. So, where on the other hand, I'm like, I, I mean, I never eat fish anyway, but other than tuna fish, but I, I you know, you, for me, you, the fat you eat, the fat you wear, right? And waste it or waste it. So, <laughs> you know, there, there's that. But yeah, so he's not in that, in any danger health-wise or anything. Yes, but you know what? You're feeding him all of these meals at home. So you're giving him the living foods, the phytonutrients, the antioxidants that are going to counterbalance some of the other foods that he eats out. So he's probably still at a better place anyway, right? Because of what you cook for him. 
Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and he loves having, like, many times he'll come home from work at 8 o'clock, and it's kind of too late to have a heavy meal. I've got everything laid out to make spring rolls, right? But I hate rolling them up because I'm really bad at it. So I'm like, I tell him, I know you just get home, and I know you're hungry, but can you roll the spring rolls? I've shredded all the, all the carrots. I've shredded the cabbage, right? I've got the little noodles ready. And he's like, oh, yeah. So he'll roll those up, and that'll be our dinner. So, you know, I'm feeding him, you know, low, low uh, fat foods, high carb foods. So even if he eats something bad at work, right, I've at least prepared him for most of the day to be successful and healthy. And that's like what we, we try to teach is that you don't have to be 100% plant-based, but try to be plant-centric or plant-slanted, uh, and that's more healthy for you. Uh, any steps people take in that direction is a benefit. Uh, so, Joey, is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to learn from you or to know about you? I, I'm still, I still have a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say anxiety, but heart trouble believing that people are following me on Facebook. People are, you know, and it, it's so strange because they'll just send me messages saying, hey, what's your channel? And they'll start conversation. So, but just, I'm a regular guy, right? Like I was someone who was just going about my merry way, right? And bang, came to a realization and had to make changes. And then, you know, a lot of people follow me because of weight loss, which I, I, I don't want to say I hate that, but I, I just, I really want them to worry about being healthy, right? The weight will just come off, right? But I understand people start there, right? And that's, that's okay also. So, but I, you know, everyone can do what I'm doing. The key thing is, is which is what I did with the Facebook group, surround yourself with like-minded people, find support, and it's out there. The internet's connected, right? Um, there are so many people that I have found out looking to do what you're doing. They're trying to do, and that video where I talk about how I failed on vacation, I like laid it all out. Listen, people, I fell like big time, like, you know, I'm asking for forgiveness. Here's what happened. And all that weight came back off. Once I started the group, I lost it all. Now I'm at my, my lowest weight ever. But uh, anyone can do this if you surround yourself with the right people. That's all it takes. So I, I think if, if you're thinking about doing this, out there who's ever listening, they, you should do it and ask someone for help. Wonderful. I think that's wonderful advice. You know, you know, a lot of what I talk about is the science and, and uh, the, the data and the information behind all this diet. But people need what you, what you give, which is the actual how-to, the actual reality and how to institute it. And um, uh, so, you know, there's, they'll go, oh, that's great, Dr. Riz, but how do I do it? And I think that you provide a great venue for that. Yes, you do the hands-on, you know, the things that we don't have time to do or we can't do or anything like that. And that's exactly why I was so drawn to you is, and not to mention that you have a nice presence on video anyway, and you're entertaining, and that you're doing this for your health, you're doing it for the animals, but you're, you're doing it to share with others. And, you know, you've developed such a nice group of, of uh, people that are supporting, supporting each other. Can you tell our listeners again how they can learn more? about you and how they can join your support group? Absolutely. So on, on YouTube, where the video channel is called Plant-Based Dads. It's uh, vegan cooking, uh, try out products, uh, baking, uh, a lot of the stock solution stuff. On Facebook, right, we have, there's the Facebook page, Plant-Based Dads. That's just a kind of a public presence, but we have a group. And the group is just called, it's at facebook.com slash plant-based dads. The group is called Plant-Based Dads Stock Solution Enthusiasts. You just look up under groups, plant-based ads. It'll bring up all the plant-based ads groups. This is just one, right? So that'll be it. Um, and it's just me and one other person uh, moderating. And, you know, we've got a bunch of people there. And like you said, it is everyone just supporting each other. So everyone's welcome. 
And how can people buy a cold shirt like the one that you're wearing? Uh, on Etsy.com, if you look up uh, plant-based ads, you'll see the uh, all one word together. You'll see a bunch of different ones. I have one that says, uh, I'm a vegan. Do you want to share a date? There's some different ones, right? I like um, that. <laughs> I'm actually revamping that to switch over to Teespring now. So I've got a, a bunch of other ones that are about to come out. Um, but there's always links in the videos and, uh, and on Facebook on, on how to connect. But Etsy.com, plant-based ads, I, I've got some of those uh, uh, out there to purchase. Yeah, I need one of those shirts. I'm a plant-based dad. Yeah, we're going to get you one. Yeah. yeah, we definitely need to get you one. So what about your other products? Are you selling any of your soaps or any other alternative stuff? Or is there a future in that? That's something we're talking about. So Tim is making these soaps, and I'm like, we should put a video out. of how, What he wants to do is teach people how to make soap. And I said, Tim, here's what's going to happen. People are going to be like, well, I love that you're doing that, but I don't have time for that. Where can I buy it? So I said, before we put a video about how people can make their own soaps, you need to be ready for people to say, I need to buy this. How do I do this? Right? So that's why there's no video about soaps. We have to set all that up. I'm telling you, that's what people are going to say. Because when he goes to work and, and tells people, hey, you know, People have seen our channel at his job and they're like, I love what Joey's making, but you know, I'll never do that. But I love watching the show, right? But then the doctors will be like, I'm making Joey's polenta video, right? Like they'll make that. So, you know, I know that they'll say one thing, but they'll do another. And at some point they're going to want to be involved. So, uh, so as of right now, we're, we're not selling anything yet, which is kind of the, the novelty of what I'm doing. I'm not trying to sell anyone anything, right? Uh, but at some point we know that we'll probably have some type of store where we sell soap or something. Definitely. We'll stay tuned for that. And uh, anything else that um, you're working on for the future that you guys are doing for the channel, perhaps? I mean, at this point this year, we wanted to put together a, uh, a cookbook or an ebook or some type of book. Um, I didn't really have a clear vision in the beginning of the year, but now I have a very clear vision of where it needs to be. Um, I, I love talking about not only the starch solution, but about for any diet about meal prepping and food prepping, I must feel like I want to do something about how to succeed, you know, in, in a challenge or in life or in, 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 in health. It's really tough because like, whenever you watch my videos, I never tell anyone what to eat for their health. Like I'm not a doctor, right? I just say, hey, here's what I'm eating, right? And it's working for me and I'm following this book, right? And, and here's what I'm doing. I, but you know, I don't say you should do this, right? But at the same time, they should meal prep. They should, you know, regardless of what diet on, they should uh, make a plan so they don't plan, you know, to fail, right? They, if they have a plan, you plan to fail. So I would love to do some type of ebook or even a book book about how to prepare food for the week. The other thing is plant-based dads, it's odd, but people join us. It's a mostly women's group. Right? I would say 95% women. But most of them will come and go, well, I'm not a dad, but can I join? And I'm like, I wish I had thought about this name before I started this, because it almost, to them, right, it sounds like a dad's group, like it's a dad's club. When, as you know, it's just two dads cooking, right? Um, so luckily, women are very smart, and they'll be like, well, I'm not a dad, but I, I want to join anyway. I want to see what's going on, right? And I'm like, you don't want to be a dad. So, you know, I don't want to change the name of the channel, but there is, if, if women are listening to this, if not a dad's club, you can totally join. <laughs> I love the name of your, of your channel and your group, and that's what drew me to you. There aren't enough men 
on board. It's usually always the women that are encouraging our husbands or the men in our lives to come on board and take care of their health. So I think you're an awesome role model. Although I I know a lot of people don't like to be role models, but you're an example of, uh, you know, men taking initiative and, and really implementing these delicious uh, recipes and skills in the kitchen. So I I like the name. I think it's a great catch. Well, Joey, we've had a great time talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, And we look forward to uh, seeing more of you. Amazing. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to meet you. And uh, I... I follow your podcast and I absolutely love it. So I feel like I want to interview you. So one day. Hey, anytime. Thank you so much, Joey, for your time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Plant-Based DFW podcast show. If you like our content, please like, share, and leave a review. Our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community.